mixtapeshow.net yeah 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 you know what time it is it's the mixtape show with your boy dex digital you know what's going on only hip-hop podcast you even need to be bothered with right here you know what i'm saying anyway this week episode 17 we've been at it for a minute episode 17 interview with doja ray he's got an album dropping on november 1st need any more information just check out the site but in the meantime listen to this interview and at the very end we got a track coming up as well so stay tuned for that lock it into your itunes if you ain't already done it get a listen all right this is dex with the mixtape show and i'm here with doja rays so uh just go in and tell everybody what you're about man yeah yeah doja rays in the place coming at you from brooklyn um you know i've been putting out records for like almost five years now i put out six singles um worked with a bunch of you know good artists done some touring getting ready to release the debut full-length album that's coming out november 1st it's right. called doja rays it's self-titled and um you know i'm really trying to take things to the next level with this album and, and, and really raise some awareness and, and build the fan base you know just keep it going Right, right. So you you said you said uh, you're in Brooklyn right now, but you came up now. Correct me if I'm mistaken. You came up from Virginia, right? Yeah, yeah. I grew up in VA. Right. Um, the DC area. Okay. Um, and you know, I was down in I was down there, and then I went to college down in, in Southern Virginia, or like uh, not Southern Southern, but it was it was definitely the country. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I moved back to, to, to the D.C. area for a couple of years, and then I moved up to New York three years ago. I've been here. Right. I've been a little over three years. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm because I'm, I'm from West Coast, so I've never, I never been out there. So, I mean, if you want to, you know, kind of break it down for us, let us know what's, you know, kind of what's going on out there. For the people who don't live out there, you know, and want to know what that's about, or even people who are listening from out there, you know, so you can kind of, you know, represent your area or whatever. Yeah, man, I mean, you know. New York and, and D.C. and V.A., like, you know, they're my cool spots. I mean, I, I, I like to come out west and travel out there, but I'm definitely, like, an East Coast kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Virginia's, Virginia's crazy. Virginia's got, like, city, mountains, and beaches, right? Right. And But the thing is, it's got everything, but it's all, like, kind of small scale. It's like, small mountains, small cities, and, and Virginia beaches. Virginia Beach isn't small but it's not like you know some crazy crazy beach that everybody knows about uh-huh. so so you know but virginia's a real cool state man and, and I, I love being from there and i love um you know the, when i grew up there the, the music um that i was listening to especially the urban music that had gotten out around there it was a lot of new york stuff right so it, it was a lot, a lot of new york hip-hop and so it's just a lot of a lot of stuff from new york coming down into into va yeah, yeah i see Definitely. Um, is there like a, a like a local scene there though? I mean, what what's well, what's kind of like the local stuff like around there? There is a DC scene, and like you know, me being like 15 minutes from the city, mm-hmm. you know, we, we we got into the DC scene, and the DC scene includes cats from DC, cats from Northern Virginia, and cats from like Maryland, uh-huh. you know, right right above DC, and it's kind of like this, you know, it, it, it's I mean, it's a scene, and there, there's talent there. Um, it's not as unified as other places um, right and you know it definitely DC the thing is DC doesn't have a, a hip hop voice 
the only thing to come out of there was that uh, track five o'clock in the morning. I don't know if you remember that. I think so. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah so, uh, <laughs> other than that, nothing's come out. Now, VA, VA has put out, you know, the Neptunes, Eclipse, Missy, mm-hmm. Timberland, but they're all coming from Virginia Beach. That's a good two and a half hours south. I of, see. Of, of where I grew up. Yeah, you're teaching me geography now, man. This is all news right. to me. <laughs> right, right, right. Virginia Beach is, you know, southeast of D.C., about two and a half, three hours. Richmond is kind of on the way. Richmond is just like an hour and a half south of D.C. Richmond, you know, has skills, you know, skills represented from there. But as far as my part of Virginia and D.C., nobody's really put it on. And, and I, I don't think that's going to happen until, I mean, I'm trying to make it happen. And I, I believe the way to do it is from New York. Um, I think somebody's got to to bring it back to D.C. I think New York is the best place for me to, to, you know, really establish my career. That's what I've been doing for for three years. You know, we're we're in the D.C. area, but I feel New York is, um, you know, it's where everything's going on. It's where all all the rappers are and and so many producers are up here and DJs and people are always coming through and, and it's the gateway to the world. So. That's that's why I chose to move here. And, I see. And, and I love I love the East Coast feel. You know? I see. I see. It's fast out here, but it's cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. So you so you do most of your shows out in uh, New York in that area? Nah, not really. I don't do a lot of shows in New York. I I do most of my shows on the road. Uh, I, I've done. I've done as many shows in Europe in the past couple of years. As right, as well. yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that too. Yeah, the whole Europe thing. Actually, let's let's talk about that now, man. How how was that the the whole Europe tour thing? Because I, I had heard I, about I've that. Been on, I've been in I've been on tour in Europe three times. Right. And um, the first was with Large Pro and Camp Low and mm-hmm. um, Grand Agent, and, and that was amazing. You know, what I mean, this was but that that was on on the true true grind. I mean, I, that was my first tour. I wasn't getting paid anything. You know. <laughs> Uh, we, just trying to get your name out and all that. Right, right. Yeah. And like, but I was lucky that I could, that, that I was able to get on that tour. Right. It, it, it introduced me to Germany, as well as um, a couple of producers who I'm working with over there um, have, have introduced me to Germany, and, and I'm I'm doing real well there. And like, Germany is like the center stone of, of Europe, kind of for for hip hop music, and I've spread out from there. And I'm going into different countries. I even hit Eastern Europe recently, and and, and um, so Europe's a crazy place. I'm about to go over there in December and go all over the place. Yeah, yeah, I heard that you were about to do that as soon as your album drop was to was yeah. to get head back out there. So is, is Europe really like? Is it your album's really doing? Your actually your record's really doing well out there? Because yeah. I guess you haven't dropped the album yet until you know right. what is it November first. They do um, probably better than they do in the U.S. I see. You know, I get I get good reviews over there. I, I see. Get, um, I get press over there. Um, are definitely selling units over there, and I'm doing shows, so people know what's going on. And, yeah. And uh, my my album will do all right over there, you know. But this is all just the beginning, you know. I'm trying to trying to really put it on, and I'm working with some cats over there, um, some German producers who who are doing their thing, mm-hmm. and um, and it's going to be a real good relationship. Germany's kind of crazy. Huh? Yeah, I've never been there either, man. So that. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a that's gotta be interesting, man. Doing, sh- I mean, what what are shows like out there, man? I mean, is it crazy, man? So many I mean, is it is it people wilding out? I mean, what what is it like? I mean, I can't even imagine that. So many people, just a lot of a lot of people at the shows. They're always it seems like they always packed, and everybody's got their hands up and going crazy, and 
and um, loving the music. Uh, people, I see people, you know, rhyming my words with me, and, and you know, um, they don't all necessarily even understand English. I mean, a, lot them, <laughs> a, a lot of them do, and a lot of them speak. And you know, I talk with people after shows, and, I, and right, you know, and it's all cool. But um, you know, it's not their native language, but they understand, man. They don't understand everything, but but they mm. understand. So I, it's good, you know, traveling around and communicating with, with people. Um, from different parts of the world and giving them something that they can appreciate. Like that, that's, you know, some of the, mo the most rewarding things about music to me. Yeah, pretty receptive to that? Well, they're not only receptive, I mean, German, Germany has tons of, I mean, Germany has pop hip-hop artists. Hip-hop, you know how it's going pop over here? Yeah. It, it's pop over there too now, man, and it's like, there's still, there's still more of an underground and a love for like, whatever, new music and all that stuff, but, um, it's taking the same course, man. And, right. You know, Hip-hop hip is everywhere, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear that from everywhere. Actually, I, I had recently talked to uh, um, Akir, who's actually, uh, yeah, I think he's actually from D.C. right now. And um, he, he was telling me he'd done a lot of shows in Europe, and they were they were going nuts over it over there, too. Yeah. So, I yeah, guess, man. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah. But... It's the best thing and the worst thing for it, you know? What do you mean the worst thing? Well, it's the best thing and the worst thing. I mean, the fact that it's everywhere is great, mm -hmm. but it's also everything is flooded. Everybody wants to be an MC. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? It's not the same as it was back in, like, you know, the late 80s and early 90s, and, you know, before the before it became pop music, you know? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I'm going to still keep making the music that I love, and I want it to be, you know, accepted on a universal level. Right. I want it to be commercially viable, but I I want to I want to bring back some of the soul and some of the essence of it. And uh, mm -hmm. and there are artists that are making good music. There's there's don't get me wrong. Like I'm not some underground cat because I think a lot of underground is, is whack. But yeah, <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. Yeah, I think a lot of underground is whack, but you know there's good pop, you know hip hop out. Yeah, there. absolutely. Like, Ludacris kills it, I think. And and you know I, I've always liked Jay. Uh, you know, he's, he's still doing things here mm -hmm. sometimes, but, um, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know, it, it's tough from, from my type of music right now, but I think I'm, I think I'm getting somewhere, because this type of music is like, yo, it would have been crazy back in 93, 96, and I'm still doing that type of, that type of music, and I want, right, people, yeah. I want people to really, um, and people do love it, but it's like radio won't give it a chance. Commercial radio, you mm -hmm. know, they, they need that major label backing. And that right, label. the cosign and all that, yeah. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a grind, but I'm, I'm making my way. I figure if I can sell enough units independently, then people are going to start raising their eyebrows. Right, right. Going on. Yeah, so you, you were kind of talking about you know, back 93 and whatnot. What were, you, what were you listening to when you came up? You know, if you want to give us a little background I mean, on you. I went through, I mean, originally it was Run DMC. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and and I listen to a lot of different types of music too. But hip hop wise, I was listening, to, you know, Gangstar and G Rap and Large Pro, and then mm -hmm. into, you know, Wu Tang and and, and Boot Camp and Mob Deep and yeah. and the Roots and Nas and Jay Z and Biggie, you know, a lot of that. And then then I was listening to some Pac and stuff. But I mean, it was mostly like you know, heavy East Coast. Right. Stuff. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. And um. And at the same time, I was listening to other stuff, too. I was listening to rock stuff, like Led Zeppelin, like old stuff like that, or uh -huh. like Alice, Alice in Chains, stuff like that. <laughs> I'm cool to, I'm cool to all, you know, different types of music. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, I think that's important, man, yeah. Hip-hop's always been my number one love, and um, 
I think by studying it so much and really like, I mean, I, I really used to be able to recite the words to, to almost any track that I liked because uh, I would just, I would just listen over and over. I would just learn the patterns. It's all about patterns. Writing rhymes is all about patterns, especially like memorizing them. Mm-hmm. And, and it just kind of taught me how to flow. And I have the voice for it. That's important. So, all, you know, that, that kind of just added up. And after a while, I figured I could do it. Yeah. When when did you when did you really start? You know, being like, all right, you know, I want to I want to give this a try. You know what I mean? Um, in the middle of '99. Mm-hmm. How would you? How uh, actually? Yeah. How old were you back then? I was uh, I was uh, 21. I see. I guess, yeah, because I'm 20, I'll be 27 in November. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, it was like when I was 21, I guess. And, um, I mean, I, I've been rapping for a long time, but I never took it seriously. I was just, you know, freestyle bullshit with my friends. Right. And, you know, smoking blunts and whatever, you know, just, you know, fucking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in college, I, I really got into hip-hop. Um, I was DJing on the radio and I was hosting uh, Double J's show I, we, we were DJing parties and you know like we kind of just figured we wanted to do something else with our lives other than you know go and, and work at some 9 to 5 you know mm-hmm. and so we decided to form the label Trilogy Records we were like you know what let's do it man we're, we're smart kids we know what, you know we know what's going on Jay had a lot of contacts in the industry so we started it and we were going to put out this other group but but uh but business you know business didn't work and then we were like all right well maybe we could put out a record and and you know i'd never really thought about it we thought of you know maybe as a back burner project or something mm-hmm. but then jay jay hit me with the hard times beat one day over the phone and i was blown away and i had a hook written in five minutes and i wrote the joint and it was like 36 bars for each verse and i didn't know how to write back then <laughs> cut it to 24 bar verses which now it's cut to 16 but we put out on the vinyl the 24 bar mm-hmm. um, hard times and we had to, we had a b-side which we thought you know we thought that these two songs were the hottest things ever and that we were never going to make hotter songs than this we like yo and we put it out and people liked it you know and now you know even though people still to this day tell me that hard times is their favorite you know I kind of cringe a little bit. I mean, it was the first thing. I <laughs> Looking up was the second thing I wrote. So, you know, there's a little bit of a cringe effect sometimes. You hear the original 36 bar version, but I don't, I don't think that, that'll probably like accidentally get leaked someday. But, you know, I've come a long way since then. And, you know, I, I would never recommend that people press up on vinyl that the first song that they ever record. But uh, it worked, man, and people uh-huh. liked it. And we just kept going with it, and we, every year we've, we've stepped things up. And I've put out, I'm on my sixth single, and you know, a lot of people are wondering how I've done, you know, so well, especially with touring without an album out. But mm. um, it's just taken a while to craft it, and and I guess now's the right time for it. So I see. You know, November first. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about this album, man. What's what's kind of the concept behind? It? I mean, I know it's just you know it's a debut thing, but I mean. Yeah, it's a debut thing, and it's actually, um, I mean, there, there's some old tracks on there. There's some old tracks on there, but I wouldn't say it's a it's a collection of songs because it's not really like it flows. And, and over these couple of years, I've I've known okay, we're gonna put this track on that album. What you know, don't let anybody hear it because you know we want to save it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but it, it's gonna present uh, a pretty wide base of, of who I am and, and where I've come from. Um, I'm not getting 
too too deep in it but i mean there is a section in the middle where i go into some spiritual stuff and, yeah because you got you got that one joint on there about your grandfather or whatever yeah the, the one about my grandfather and yeah i have a song that's kind of like my god song and then i have like a song that's kind of like my devil song and um and you know i do some stuff there and then it kind of comes back out um with, with new york city and in Spimata and Irish Cream and Hard Times. Some of the older tracks that, that I think heads who've already heard them will appreciate that we put them on there. Yeah, because I, I think actually um, that Spimata when you were talking about, that one, yeah, I think that's actually, yeah, that was actually the first track, believe it or not, that we opened up the show with, like the first episode of the first show we did. Nice. Like that was that was actually the first one, so nice. yeah, when 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 they hit me up with the, with the CD, I was like, oh, I remember this dude, yeah. Those tracks, they worked well, I thought, and like, but people who haven't heard those tracks, and there's going to be a lot of people who buy the album who haven't heard my singles. Mm. People who haven't heard those tracks, I want them to hear them because they are like parts of my life and parts of these past five years. And um, and then there's a, there, there's a lot of new stuff too, and um, and people are going to like that. And, and, you know, there's a couple of fun joints. There's a, there's a couple of joints where, um, you know, I'm not really preaching, but, you know, um, you know, sending some type of message and and people people will be able to vibe to it. It'll be real good traveling music and, you know, driving in the car type. Got you, got you. Yeah. Actually, oh, this, this is one thing I, I forgot to mention, man. Um, your name, man. Break that down for us because that's something I've been wondering about. Doja is my energy, and, and raise is um is to break down, but it's also you know raise to to raise up to rebuild, and so like Doja raise is basically using my energy to to break down the negative and rebuild something positive. I see. Okay. Yeah, because I I heard something about it, but I it didn't didn't quite come across. Okay. Yeah. All right. it, you know, you know, it's a crazy name, but it stands out. Once yeah. Learn, once people learn how to pronounce it. Yeah, but whatever. Especially overseas, people people don't know what the fuck. They think I'm French, man. You know? <laughs> and so you you had some, you got at least one collab that I know of on that one. You got the uh, you got the Sean Price one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we put that out. Um, the uh, the Onion Head remix joint. Right. We put that out. That was just some fun shit that uh, I talked to Sean about. I was like, yo, I want to put a verse over that. He's like, do your thing, man. And then uh. You know, we we've done it live, and uh, that's 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 a fun track. I, I mean, when I heard that Onion Head, I was like, yo, that was my favorite track. Like I've heard this year, so I was like, I gotta spin. But I was like, yo, I gotta really kill it because Sean killed this. Right? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. I, I had to write the verse twice. I, I, the first verse I wasn't satisfied with. So I, I see. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but you you've done some work with some other people as well. I mean, um, yeah. like OC. Uh-huh. Who actually we've we've had OC on the show too, and I know I, I remember you you had just said that you toured with Large Professor, but have you have you cut anything with him yet? No, nah, not yet, man. I, I I don't know. I can't tell you that that's coming anytime soon, but uh -huh. it's not out of the question because I still talk to him every once in a while. I see. The homie, so. I see. So you you never know, but um, yeah, like uh, I did the joint with OC. I did the joint with the B Miners. Um, right. Um, the joint with Sean Price. I'm working on some more stuff with Sean Price, and I got AG on the joint. Okay. And um, so I'm, I'm I'm doing some collabs, and I'm gonna I'm gonna re-release the album actually in Japan with with some collabs on it. Okay. Because um, they they, they want to see that over there. Right. But then we'll get those tracks out in the U.S. too. Right, right, right. So I so like you said, after this you're going you're you're doing the tour thing, right? Yeah, I'm touring in, in December. Um, it, it's most likely going to be with Helter Skelter over in uh, over in Europe. Okay. 
So we're planning all that out, and, and that'll be crazy. We're going to be hopping all over, and like places I haven't been yet. Usually it's been steadily like Germany, Switzerland, the Netherlands, hit Austria, but I'm going to be like hopping to Estonia and crazy places, man. Like right. Sweden, and you know, so it's, it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, so if anybody out there is from that area, you know, make sure to catch them, because I know it's people, I know it's people out there who are listening to this right now, who are out there right now, so yeah, they can get ready for that. December <laughs> is going to be on, uh, you know, we'll post everything on Trilogy on Wax.com once we know what's good, and DojaRays.com, that'll be up in November sometime. Right, right. Yeah, so people can find out. Cool, cool. Yeah, man, well, I think that pretty much does it for me, man. Is there anything else you want to let people know? Nah, man, it's just, um, you know, it's about to be on. It's about to be on. November 1st is the day, so, you know, wherever you want to get that. I mean, mom and pops will have it, and also, you know, online online retailers will have it. Um, so, you know, there's definitely a way that you can get the album, you know, if whoever wants it out there. And um, it's going to be hot, and I think this is the next step, so just expect some more from me. Cool, cool, cool. All right, man, thanks a lot for being on the show, man. I appreciate it. Peace. All right, peace. Yeah, yeah, that's what it do. Boy Dex Digit here with a mixtape show. Started, had to come back, let y'all know what's going on. Episode 17, once again, of the mixtape show. Shoutouts to Doja Rays, everybody down at Trilogy for making this whole thing happen. Once again, the album does drop on 1st of November, so if you dug what you heard, you can go check it out. Right now, though, we got a track off the album, Plastic World, Doja Rays. Catch y'all next week.